You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Hey, everybody. It's Seth. We have our first sponsor today, and it's a fantastic gentleman named Alex Hillman. Good friend of mine. He released a book earlier this fall called The Tiny MBA, 100 Very Short Lessons About the Long Game of Business. It's all about business and sales and why people buy money and success, branding and marketing, professional decision-making, investments, dealing with your clients. And for those who don't know Alex, he started Indie Hall. I think it's one of the first, or if not the first, co-working spaces in Philly, as well as in the nation, if not the world. This book is fantastic. It is 107 pages full of great knowledge. You can get through it in a half an hour, but you're going to want to go back again and again. You can pick this up at socl.bz slash tinymba. That's socl.bz slash tinymba. I can't put it down. You won't be able to either. Check it out. socl.bz slash tinymba. Thanks, guys, and thanks, Alex, for sponsoring the show. Listen to the Digital Marketing Dive Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 16 of the Digital Marketing Dive Podcast. I'm Seth with Goldstein Media, and with me is always the amazing, talented, adorable, awesome, kick-ass, we have to get the kick-ass in. Shannon of Diam Business Consulting. Thank Yay! You. And we also have someone who's even equally as peppy and perky as Shannon, Annie Ruggles. She is one of my favorite people. I just stand back <laughs> and watch her shine. I love oh, it. Oh, Shannon, love it. you are my favorite love cheerleader. This. There you go. I love Seth, it. Seth, I just met you, but I'm sure you're great too. I, 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 I attempt, but not, not, <laughs> not nearly as great as Shannon. So, all right, enough of the love fest. Anyhow, today we have Annie, Annie Ruggles of the Non-Sleazy Sales Academy, amongst other things. And you guys ready to rock? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even in conjunction, I love that. Harmony. Can I just say, first of all, from someone who works with small business owners, one of the biggest hangups I see over and over and over again are people getting hung up on this sales piece no one wants to seem icky no one wants to drag their friends through the mud to buy something right mm. when i saw this product when i met annie last year and realized what it was that she was doing i completely fell in love so annie where did all this come from first of all tell us about your product and what you coach on and then where did all this come from 
So the non-sleazy sales academy calls out to people who are exactly like I was. So first off, everything I'm about to say about sales avoidant is said with no judgment because I used to be the worst at it. But now I work with coaches, healers, and other people in helping professions who use words like calling and purpose and mission about their business and therefore don't want to cheapen that by asking for money in the horrible way that so many people around them do it or with their cobbled together knowledge of what they think selling is. My special emphasis is on working with natural empaths and introverts. And that is because as peppy as I am, I'm an empath, but I'm also an introvert. Really? Yeah, I'm just loud. Oh, you're just loud. Sharon calling herself an introvert. I get it. I'm not an introvert at all. No, no. <laughs> I am. I'm the energizer bunny, but I'm the eco version that you have to recharge. There you go. You know right. what I mean? Like I will go and go and go and go until I freaking stop. And then I need complete silence and just stare at the wall for a while. And mm -hmm. then I'll be back at it. Gotcha. You go. Love it. Love it. So when did you realize there was an issue that you needed to develop non-sleazy sales, sales academy? You know, it, it was a dread that kind of crept up slowly in that I was doing marketing and branding for the same audience for years and years and years and years. And I adored it. I loved it so much. And I think every dime you spend on marketing and every dime you spend on branding is important. I'm not knocking either. But what was happening with the kind of people that were drawn to working with me were those empathic human sponges, were people who really are saying, I'm doing this because I just want to help people. Those people were finding me. And I was watching them give and 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 die. And their businesses would just die. And I would go way or close to it, right? They'd go into like business hospice. And I was like, why is this happening? This is a beautiful, incredible, integrity coming out their pores person who has this super rare skill set, knows exactly who they want to help, and is marketing their tookus off, what is happening? And yeah. the answer was, what is not happening? And what is not happening was they weren't asking for the sale. They were assuming that marketing was going to take them across the finish line and not asking. And then I had to look at myself and realize that the reason that many of them were practicing that was because they were watching me and that's what I was doing. And so uh, I thought, I need to stop being a freaking hypocrite, dragging people almost all the way to the finish line just to drop them. No. And so I said, there's got to be a better way to do this. There's mm -hmm. got to be something that my beautiful shining star unicorn clients can do in order to be able to, to compete with their sleazier competitors. And I certainly also mm -hmm. wanted to be able to compete with mine. I love it. You saw a need and you filled it very, very effectively. I met Annie early last year or last year at some point. And when I saw this product, it like really spoke to me because it's empathetic selling. There goes my every time, every Her hand. <laughs> <laughs> but it speaks 
to me because that's what sales are supposed to be. We're supposed right. to be developing relationships. We're supposed to be joining arms and marching forward together as opposed to let's see how much I can run up a sale on you. And mm. the more selling is allowed to be sleazy, the more it reinforces the idea that that's what selling is, right? We It just adds more and more and more sales avoidance, sales resistance, because we're just fueling it with everything that we don't want to be. That was a horrible way that I was sold to. Let me put that in the bank of why I'll never sell. And this person totally swindled me. And let's put that in the bank of why I'll never sell. And there's not enough people in the sales industry stepping out and saying, if you are a good person, great. You're awesome at sales, probably just because you care. But you have to have different tactics. You cannot use the sharkish tactics that you see on Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You will alienate the client and you will mortally wound your own confidence. Totally agree. And that's a great statement. So what do you see is one of the biggest things that our small business owners, entrepreneurs are out there doing that ends up alienating those customers? They think they're doing the right thing and then it ends up pushing people away. I've already touched on it a little bit, which is over-marketing. Yeah. Over-marketing has real potential to drive a wedge between you and the client. And that's when you're over-delivering. Like, what? And the way that I always like to explain this, it's kind of goofy, but hear me out, <laughs> is a chocolate cake. So if I decide that I want to fill the world with my grandmother's secret recipe chocolate cake. I'm going to dedicate my life to it. I'm going to quit my job. I'm all about chocolate cake now. I'm going to go and I'm going to Marcus my Marcus. I'm going to market my butt off about chocolate cake, right? I'm going to be talking about that constantly. And behind the scenes, I'm going to be going grocery store to grocery store in a pandemic, sourcing my items, testing different packaging you know i'm finding other people that i can trust the secret recipe to i'm being very precious about it all and all the time i'm documenting everything on instagram and clubhouse and blah 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 blah, blah. and then the day comes and i decide that i'm gonna have this grand opening that i've been talking about for months and i tell everybody where to come come experience the cake that you've all been freaking waiting for and they come and the cake is in a glass box like a museum box. There's the cake. Here it is. Aren't you so glad? They came to eat the cake. They came to experience the cake. They came to taste the cake, not to look at the cake, right? And right. what we yeah. do is we go, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Hello. I am here. Let me give you this. Let me give you this. Let me give you this. We overwhelm them with it. They get excited by the possibility of it. And then we're like, okay, on to the next thing. Let me shout this at you. And they're like, hold on. Don't I get cake? That is a very yeah. good point. A very I good love point. It. Yeah. And, and Shannon, I think you met your match. Right? <laughs> I told you. Yes. Wow, I met my match. <laughs> now, Annie, that is a great, a great way to state that because you see it in the market over and over and over again, where it's constant, just moving on to the next thing, moving on to the next thing, moving on to mm -hmm. the next thing. And there's no 
follow through and building that relationship with the person who's willing to buy from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's two. Here's a self-assessment. Again, no judgment. I used to do this completely. Okay. Yeah. What did you do to market your business today? Did you ask for money today? Most people will be able to tell you in vivid detail either what they did or what they delegated to market in their business that day. Right. right. And yet, if I ask people if they've asked for money today, it's about 50-50. 50% will say no. Yeah. And 50% will go, well, kind of. I think I did. Yeah. Uh, uh, indirectly, but yeah. I think they knew what I wanted them to do. They, yeah, they, 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 can, they can put it together. I don't want to offend their intelligence. Like, right. Yeah. No, I get it. I absolutely get it. So what do you see? This is all about digital marketing, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. What do you see is that magic sauce in digital marketing? The people that are killing it, what is it that they're doing that all the other small business owners are not doing? Keeping on the authenticity, transparency yeah. trend of the recent decade. I think what's really got the secret sauce for me is when people balance emotion and fact well, because we tend to market to people the way that we like to be marketed to. And we tend to sell to people mm -hmm. the way that we like to be said to. But it's a spectrum, like pretty much everything else in terms of personality. It's really a spectrum. Some people are way, way, way over here in razzle-dazzle land. Okay? Some people are way, 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 way over here. They don't want to even listen to this podcast because of the sweater I'm wearing. They're like, too much sparkle. Just give it to me straight. I'll listen to it on audio. I can't handle it. Right. Give me the cliff in two weeks. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so, but the thing is, there's also a whole bunch of people whose preference is firmly somewhere in between. Right. What I see that does not work on social media and in digital marketing is when it leans chunkily one way or the other, mm. if it even leans at all. Sure. The secret sauce for me is when they're providing real detailed, structural, tangible stuff and the storytelling and the glitter and the jazz in a beautiful balance, which doesn't have to be 50-50. It's really based on their industry. But in order for me to really be drawn to a brand, I want to see both. That makes perfect sense. And yeah. I tend to be, because I am a visionary, this actually was brought up last week um, amongst the team, because I am a visionary, I tend to look at that when I'm marketing that big picture, yeah. this is what it's going to do for you emotionally as a CEO. This is what's going to bring you peace. This is how you're going to effectively run your company, right? Mm -hmm. But some people need it broken down into actual, this is actually mm -hmm. what it looks like on a day-to-day -day basis. Yep. And with me being a visionary, I can totally see what you're saying because I'm marketing mm -hmm. to people just like me who think like me, mm -hmm. not necessarily who think in different ways. So I appreciate I mean, that's just human nature. Again, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Like totally different psychology, the five love languages, we tend to put out the forms of love that we want to receive. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the exact same thing. Right. If I want razzle dazzle, I'm going to provide razzle dazzle. Right. 
people buy from people buy from people they know like and trust yes but also no oh people buy from people there's a twist there is a twist which is i love no like trust but there's a really really critical fourth step called they will buy from you if you know them if you like them if you trust them and if they freaking ask you to pay them That's true. Good yeah. point. That Good last point. piece not being part of the no like trust lingo is why no I like have a job. Trust. Yeah, so no like trust and pay me. No like trust cash button. I didn't like no like. <laughs> no <laughs> like trust pay me. I like it. I love it. I'm gonna put that on awesome. a back. Okay, so Annie, you are a small business owner yourself, and, yeah. and that's who's watching this. Entrepreneurs, small business owners, right? Mm-hmm. What is it that you find in your business that you struggle with keeping consistent at, right? Or getting out there or needing to be done, those kinds of things. I'm glad to say that my answer to that used to would have been everything. Like, what do you struggle oh. to be consistent at? I would have been like, how long do we have? Um, but you know, I love that you're asking me this question, Shannon, because you took me from a solopreneur to having a team because I am your client. I am a Diam client. And so one of the things that was so hard for me to do consistently was stay on top of the marketing campaigns that I would spend freaking months doing. Like I would plan them for months and I used to be in marketing and branding and I have obsessive compulsive disorder. So when I tell you I planned something, Mm, I planned it, but then I wouldn't have time to deliver it. And so through my wonderful, wonderful head of business development, Nick, who I adore through my creative director, Georgia, both of whom I found through Shannon, I have been able to delegate consistently to Georgia and to show up and actually take my strategies and turn them into action with Nick. So my marketing has gotten a lot more consistent, but it's still a struggle. And when Nick goes on vacation, I cry. (laughs) Nick is pretty awesome. Both of them are. Nick and Georgia both. Incredible people. Yes. Yeah. There's a little little testimonial for Diane there. I like it. So here's the thing. As a small business owner myself, obviously, I have the team surrounding me. It's still hard at times Mm -hmm. to keep everything moving forward, right? And the reason that is, Mm -hmm. is because we try to do everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The sales portion of things often, ironically, is one of those things that I see with entrepreneurs that falls by the wayside. We're mm-hmm. trying to do everything else and trying to keep the, the plate spinning mm-hmm. and we forget to actually sell. We forget yeah. to actually sell, which is the one thing that's going to keep our business open. There's that yeah. over marketing again. Yeah. yeah. And also, no joke, sales can be beautiful and lovely and you can have a lovely love affair with it, but marketing is more fun. Oh, it is. Absolutely. And as such, as a burned out small business owner who is doing everything alone or almost everything alone, are you going to get on the phone or are you going to get on Canva? Ooh, right. tough choice. Yeah. Right. Especially when when you get on the phone, there's a potential of being rejected. And none yes. Of yeah. yeah, no one does that. Yeah. Instagram's not going to hurt my feelings today. <laughs> well, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. Seth, what do you find in your business? How do you do sales? How do you make that work? Oh, that that is interesting. And actually, what's interesting about that, I'll put myself over here now. I'm figuring, I'm figuring out. I'm figuring out You're doing duck. good. I'm figuring out the duck, moving things around. Like This is the first time I'm like, oh, I click and drag. Ooh, that works really nicely. But <laughs> no, with business, I'm realizing that 13 years into it, you know, into web design, digital marketing, you know, email marketing, that I'm actually doing what I say I'm going to do. Like, I do for my mm. clients. I'm doing... I'm doing the digital marketing. I just got an amazing lead today from Google, my second one this month. So my SEO is actually working for me. I've always ranked pretty good for my key terms, but people are actually now finding me on those key terms. So nice. that's good. sales has always been the one thing that I've always struggled with. It's always been something where it's always, you know, asking for money. I've done better at it because I need the money. Mm-hmm. So pay me now, please, you know. But, you know, it's always like, you know, I want to be friends. That's, you know, so it's, it's finding the happy medium. It's also finding out like where your sweet spot is and hiring for the rest. I totally agree. Totally agree. And I do the same thing. I'd much rather build a strategic partnership than ask yeah. someone for money. Yeah. <laughs> hire, <laughs> hire Annie to go out there. And no, I mean, number one, yes, hire me for either of those scenarios. But also, I was right there. I would yeah. over deliver for my clients who weren't even my clients because they weren't paying me. I would over deliver so hardcore that I couldn't sleep. And it turned into like this weird form of freaking martyrdom. That's how far I went to not have to sell. And it cost me years of security. Yeah, it's not good. Security that they would have given me if I have asked them, and many of them have given me since I started asking. Sure. Right? But I was right there. The worst of the worst at this. Right. Yeah. Well, I love that you've approached that in this way and developed a product to help a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs who are facing the same kind of things. So for our small business owners, for our... um, clients and and all of that stuff who struggle with this stuff what forms does this training take on for you my trainings yes when if they are like i need this what Ah. is it how do you package it okay so i have a program that's treated like a membership but it's actually a curriculum based program called sales for empaths specifically for coaches healers and other helpers so small businesses with very big hearts it's a complete selling system oh i've never said that before and i need to write that down shannon remind me to write that down (laughs) but yes very small businesses with very big hearts um and as such if they are looking for ways to ask receive price their stuff handle objections, close the sale, re-enroll clients, tell people that they don't think that they're a good fit, know how to ask for testimonials or referrals, mm-hmm. get rid of a billion kinds of sales baggage, then yes, they can go and they can find that at salesforempaths.com. But before that happens, if you are in active sales avoidance, 
Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you're still using words like icky, yucky, nasty to describe the selling process, or if you find yourself getting tongue-tied in selling situations, or most especially, if you feel like you're violating that friendship energy that Seth was talking about, mm-hmm. I want you to go take my free masterclass called Making Selling Easy Without Getting Sleazy, which you can find at anniepruggles.com slash easy, not sleazy. Start there because no strategy I teach you is going to click unless we shift your sales avoidance. Love that. I love that. And we are putting all these links in the show notes. Everyone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Actively, like right now, like, oh, add that one. Add that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. Check this out. Check it out. Oh, it's absolutely because, awesome. Yeah. It's that shit. I mean, like so many other things in business, right? Shifting the mindset makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It does. It, it yeah. changes everything. Yeah. There's well, a mindset of, piece yeah. and a strategy piece to this. And the great news is, the mindset that you currently have about serving your clients is already this close to the mindset you need for selling. It's this freaking close. And on the strategy piece, all the strategies you avoid are totally unnecessary. None of them are required. So there's your permission slip. Yeah. You can stay who you are and you can sell how you want to. I love it. I love it. Now talking about that with all this COVID baloney and stuff, you have, you have a little get-together going on in Indiana coming up. We do, absolutely. So Dave Anderson from Leadstraw, who um, we recorded with last week, his is yeah. coming up as well. Uh, and Diam is co-producing Organizing. this event, right? Organizing this event. Um, it's coming up on April 24th. It will be an all-day event from 9 to 4. We are having limited in-person attendance and then also virtual attendance. But it is centered around the four aspects that small business owners often really struggle with. And that's sales, marketing, um, processes and systems, and finances, right? And learning how to really tie those together and thrive moving into this new small business world that we found ourselves in after COVID. Is that Absolutely. the four horsemen of the small business apocalypse? Well, it's so funny. Marketing. Yes. And typically small business owners think in one of those ways really strongly. And that's what they hammer on over and over and over, mm-hmm. right? Without yeah. actually doing all of the rest. Me, I the sales and the marketing, like I think in terms of people. So mm-hmm. that stuff I can think about and mm-hmm program and and strategize and all that kind of stuff the operations and finances i want nothing to do with because that's nothing <laughs> people i don't want to do Same it here. so right and so it's, I, it's my wife does my wife does all the financial stuff all of that. i'm yeah. sorry seth what did you say my wife does all the financial stuff i mean yeah. if i did it oh oh my god before we got married my my um spreadsheet yeah that's how old i am the spreadsheet that i had because my finances on were horrible we spent hours trying to detangle what the heck i did to it <laughs> The first first thing you think of Mary was like, all right, honey, you taking over all the finances. Don't don't take me for don't take me for everything, but like I I don't want nothing to do with this. <laughs> I know that feeling. You find an old spreadsheet and you're like, I don't know what this data is. Yeah. I don't know what this field means, but I spent a lot of time making it look good. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. And while we're at it, let's Speaking of COVID and events and whatnot, and going on sell 
on sales calls, which are starting to probably happen sooner rather than later. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, um, Breezy Masks. They have, let's see if we can do this correctly this time. Um, they, have, they have silver nano protected, breathable, and lightweight fog spray masks oh, that um, come in two, two different uh, models. They have the exchange and they have the sport. The exchange is five layers, sport is two layers, and they're fantastic. They're comfortable. They you wear them all day. Shannon models them on, on Instagram all the time <laughs> when she goes skiing. And you can wear them to our event. Well, you need to wear a mask, so wear a breezy mask. Yeah, for sure. There you go. And the for link sure. is in the show notes, so you can see that. But now, back to Annie. Annie. Thank you, mask makers. <laughs> Annie, what final words of wisdom do you have to our small business owners, entrepreneurs out there who are just trying to do it all right? And there's so much coming at them. What, what words of wisdom do you have? You are not how you've been sold to. Mm, I like that. And selling is not how you've been sold to. If you were looking for a better way to do it, that information is out there. I am not the only one. You can start with me. I know others. You can also ask me for more. Um, but <laughs> there are just as many ways for you to sell in non-sleazy methods as there are sleazy methods out sleazy methods out there and mm. not selling to your people just throws them to the wolves who don't care about mm. wanting to hurt them or not what if you could sell to them beautifully in a way that includes you in your own success and the great news is you can Yay! Oh, Annie, that's, that's awesome. one of the things I've always really appreciated about you. You have a very similar perspective on business that I do, and Diam is set up to really link arms and everyone move forward together. And mm -hmm. you have that same kind of spirit. And that's one thing that right away when we started talking, whenever that was, I, I realized that I that was a, in the pre-Nick era. We don't we don't talk about then, <laughs> Shannon. We we don't talk about the pre-Nick era. <laughs> no, wow. so thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on tonight and sharing yeah. your words of wisdom. Oh, uh, this has been so much fun. My pleasure. Thank you for letting my weird drill sergeant Muppet self come and proselytize Girl, on y'all. You make me smile. One hundred. Me smile. Yeah, you're one of my new favorite people. I mean, Shan's my favorite, but you know. Aww. Aww. I'm climbing the list. Climbing the list. Well, that well, this is fun. You know, reach out to us on all of our social media platforms. We're digital marketing dive in most places. I'm not going to do the Twitter joke, but we are in some version of start digital marketing dive on Twitter. Just think we have to shrink some of those words. Uh, we want to shout out Breezy Masks for keeping us covered in the craziness of 2020 and 2021. I got that out. Uh, they, by, they are by far the most comfortable masks we both have worn. And we'll have to get some out to Annie as well. We'll have to get Annie a mask. I yes. love masks. I love masks. Please That's continue to wear them. Exactly, exactly. Let's keep us all, us all safe here. We're almost out, but we got to keep the masks going. Um, we also want to thank Alex Hillman, who was at the top of the show that was not on the live stream, but, you know, top of the show for his book on Tiny MBA. Check that book out. It is awesome. 103 pages of little snippets of goodness. 
So, and if you're enjoying this craziness of our podcast, uh, please review us on Apple Podcasts or the podcast recipe of your choice. There's something called Podchaser out there. It's kind of giving Apple Podcasts a run for their money. So, give us a review over there if you don't mind. You can reach out to us if I haven't already exhausted you on how many places you can reach out to us on. Hello at Digital Marketing Dive and Drumroll. We have a community where you can actually even meet Annie on there too. Um, community.dmd.fm. It is just started last week and there's a bunch of Seth in there right now and there's going to be a bunch of Shannon in there and hopefully Annie will jump in there as well. And we'll all have a nice big party in there. I like it. Seth, thank you for your hard work on this. Annie, thank you for joining us. Oh, Annie, you're awesome. If all of you out there in virtual world, if you need anything, please reach out to us. That's why we do this for entrepreneurs, small business owners, founders. If you have questions, reach out to us. We're in this market all the time. Let us help you. Absolutely. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.